Welcome to the Enjoy Your Marriage podcast, where relationship expert and master coach Candace Toon helps you stop wondering if you married the wrong guy and start putting all of your energy toward having the marriage you imagined when you said, I do. Sup, bees? We've got a special treat today. You ready? I know you might be wondering what it's like to be part of a coaching conversation. Well, wonder no more. One of my bees has graciously agreed to let you listen in on a coaching chat we had inside the Defying Gravity Revolution a week or so ago. This is a real conversation. Neither of us knew we'd be sharing it on the podcast when we were having it. I'm so grateful to Shannon for showing up to actively create the marriage she wants to live in. I'm honored to help her make that happen, and I'm thrilled for her to share her insights and ahas with all of you. Enjoy. Sup, bees? How are we doing today? Happy Monday. We are here for RSVP coaching, which means if you wrote in advance, told Brittany that you want coaching, then we'll start with you. And then when we have more time afterwards, which we will today, if anyone else wants coaching, they can raise their hand as well. And as always, you can write into the chat box or the Q&A if you have something that you just want to let me know or you want to comment on what we're talking about. So that is what we're doing. So let's start with with Shannon. Have you come on in? She comes. Hi. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Okay. So I'm feeling that uh, when it comes to my husband, I'm feeling that I I just don't honestly feel free to um, enjoy things in my life because he, Chris is so um, frustrated and unhappy in his life right now that I get a lot of comments Candace, like, well, I wish I had time to do that. I wish I could do that. And it's not, it's with the tone and the intention of almost a sense of resentfulness that he has towards me. Uh-huh. Um, and it just, I, I just feel like, because like he's started back to work now. Mm-hmm. But it's comments, it's like death by a thousand cuts. It's just his comments all the time. Let's just like, take the last time he said that to you. What were you doing that he wished he had time for? Um, well, I am started volunteering with this organization um, for grieving kids, which is what I want to do with my life's work. And this morning as he was getting ready for work and I'm expressing excitement about volunteering tonight and it's just... Well, I wish I had time to pursue something that I enjoyed. What'd you make it mean when he said that? Um, that I don't, I guess that I guess the first thing that came to my mind is, well, I don't deserve to have that since you can't. Why'd you make that leap? Help me come with you. He, I just, I feel his resentment. But why? Okay. He probably does resent you. I don't, I don't doubt that at all. But like, why does that mean you don't deserve it? That's that doesn't go together for me. So help me understand. I guess I feel guilty mm-hmm. um, because he's getting ready to go to a job to support our family that he doesn't like. Why? Are, why is he doing that? And why is he doing that? Yeah. Um, like, what's his model that has go to a job I don't like in the A line? Interesting. Um, well. His model doing that would be that he he has to. Yeah, he probably thinks in the T line, I have to do this. I feel committed or I feel obligated or something like that. So he goes. He feels trapped. He tells me all the time. He feels trapped. 
he feels trapped because he has thoughts like there's no other options. I have to feed my family. This is the only way. Probably. Yeah. And he's Which, Is that true? Hold on. Hold on. We're going to slow way down. Okay. So he thinks I have to feed my family. This is the only way to do it. I'm trapped here. That's his story. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which that sucks for him. Right. It does suck for him. And it means nothing about you. We could decide. Except, yes. I mean, I he could, thinks it I'm means something decided. about you for sure. But we don't have to agree with him about that. You're right. I don't have to. So why are you? But I am, I am agreeing with him. Like, I have this clutching feeling of guilt. Like, yeah. <sighs> why the guilt, though? Tell me the thought behind the guilt. Because I get to, because I get to pursue what I want to do, what I love, because I And he doesn't? And he doesn't. Why not? Why can't he do it? Because he's, because <laughs> he has to earn the money for I mean, you both have that painful model about his job, right? Yeah. That's, that's why you feel guilty. Yeah. But if, if for some reason the place that he works shut down, the place he got a job, Mm-hmm. You'd probably find a different way to feed your kids, yeah? I mean, yeah. you had for a long time when you first moved where you moved because he wasn't working, yeah? Yeah. Tell me right. the hesitation. What's going on there? Well, I mean, we just, it's, it's been four and a half years. I mean, four and a half years. Oh my gosh, four and a half months mm-hmm. um, since he's been working because there were delays in his job starting. So yeah. and your kids ate that whole time and you lived we inside, did, I would guess. But we really couldn't keep going for my you couldn't keep growth. going on that strategy of using your savings right. for sure. But if the savings ran out, you would have found a new strategy, I guess. Yes. And so both of you a little bit believe the only way to take care of our family is for him to go to this job that he hates. And that's why you feel guilty because you're like, yeah, you kind of do have to go there and I don't. And he's like, I have to go there. So he feels resentful. That makes sense. All right. All right. I see where you're going. Yep. Uh, He and I both have that thought that he has to do this. And it's, you're right. It isn't, it isn't a hundred percent. He doesn't have to. There are other ways. He could do something else if he wanted, right? There's other ways to make money besides be a doctor. Yeah. There are. Yes not not as not as uh, um desirable for, for us right now. I mean it doesn't sound like this job is very desirable at all for either of you yeah that's a good point well I you know what I really just want him to want to do it so totally it would be so much happy easier about it happy at this job. <laughs> for sure I totally get it. get it if uh. he liked going to this job that seems really secure and easy for you that would be way better i totally agree and then i could feel guilt-free and totally pursue what i want to pursue it would be so nice i totally agree and it's not what's happening so now we get to be like okay so he doesn't love this job now we either get to figure out why he doesn't love it and if there's a way we can make it more lovable for him like change his story about it or change some of the circumstances of it or we get to be like okay babe what do you want to do you don't have to go there do you want to go back to school and become a dog trainer or a barber or like what what would be better uh yeah that 
<clears throat> so the former idea is I just don't think I could get him to. I mean, he just hates it. He's why did he hate it? Um, because medicine right now, especially for family doctors, the the system and the way it's set up, a lot of people are leaving. So it's it's so not some people are staying, and those people have thoughts that we could borrow. Yeah. Yeah, so I've tried that approach with him, but... But we don't uh, want to, like, shove thoughts at him. That never works, right? We want to figure out what exactly is it about his job that he doesn't like. And my guess is, you tell me if I'm right, this is usually how it probably goes at your house, is, like, he says he hates his job, and you're like, oh, please don't talk to me about that, please don't talk to me about that, which I would do, too. I get it. That's very tempting. Yeah, it it really threatens my feeling of security, I It only does because you believe it's your fault that he's going to this job. Yes, I do. I do believe it's, yeah. But if we're like, listen, he can change at any time. I'm not stopping him. I'm totally open to the idea of him becoming a painter full time or whatever. If you had that belief that you had some flexibility around it and that your family would still be okay, then you wouldn't have the guilt, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But right now what's happening is he's like, I hate my job. And you're like, please don't talk to me about it. And then it just kind of stays there. So we don't even really know why he doesn't like it or if it's a solvable problem. And I've been there in this exact spot with you before, not with you, but like me myself have been in this spot with my husband, please don't talk to me about that. But when we're in that spot, then we don't even know if the problem's solvable or not. We don't even know what solutions are available to us because we don't have all the information. We're just kind of making assumptions. Yes. So when he tells me how much he hates his job and he, feels trapped i see i get this like anxiety feeling because like you said i there's something in there that you said it was like i actually i really want him you want him to stay at the job yeah yeah i want him to stay at this job i mean he could be go and be a painter full time but why do you want him to stay at this job well, because financially, it's it's much more secure than anything else I feel like he could do right now. Like, yeah, so you and him both think this yeah. is the most financially secure option, so you have to do it, which is why this is hard for both of you. Right, right. So it's not just him. I'm thinking, too, you have to do this. Yeah, you have to do this. Which I'm not saying, to, I'm not saying you should change that, yeah. but that's why it's like this. Right. So if I wasn't thinking, I need you to do this, you have to do this, I would not feel such anxiety about all of this. Yeah. I would feel a lot more freedom if if I felt like he could just, if I felt comfortable with him pursuing something else. Or if you're like, listen, I could do something else myself. Maybe this whole grieving kids thing will take off and I will be able to support us all. Right? That's also something that could happen. (laughs) And he can stay home and do whatever it is that he wishes he could do. Like, we just want to expand your options here. I'm not saying any of those are the ones you have to take. But when we're like, the only thing is you have to do this job you hate, it makes sense that there's tension in your house. Yeah, because, yeah, every time he says, I hate this job, I feel trapped. I hate this job, I feel trapped. I, yeah, it's more than I've been telling myself, I just don't like his negativity and I, you know, but no, I, it does, I, it does feel insecure for me. 
because yes. I could see my brain is saying, no, I, I want you to, you need to do this job yeah. for me. If to you do don't do it, there's catastrophic consequences. So please stop telling me you don't want to do it. Okay. So that's where I, that's where I need to loosen up some of that, like, or just it. question it. Like, if he really yeah. stopped doing this job, would this catastrophic thing really happen? My guess is no. You might have to move. You might have to move in with somebody else. You might have to take out some loans. You might have to, but there's probably something you could do, I would guess. Yes. No, um, I see an opening in my brain here to allow for that. I don't like it. I don't like the alternatives, but there are possibilities. And the other thing to consider too, is like when we open up to talk about, maybe you can stay, maybe you can go husband, mm -hmm. he might decide to stay and be happier that he feels like he has a choice now. Doesn't mean he's gonna leave, but when he believe, like when he experiences, oh, I have some options, there's room to talk about it. Usually people feel better. My gosh. Yeah, that would be a different conversation because whenever he says, I hate this job, I feel trapped, I tense up. Mm -hmm. And so of course I you do, because you think it's it. threatening to your health, yes. like your security. Yeah, I tense up. I don't want to hear it. My brain is saying, no, that's a major problem. That can't happen. It's a threat yep. to my security. Why can't he just yep. be happy? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, my guess is if I just opened up to it and was like, okay, well, let's find something else. What can we do? What do you want to do? And, or even just be like, tell me why you hate it so much. Is there anything we can do to make it better? Like we could even start there. I mean, he does share with me why he hates it so much, but. And then what happens when he shares? Well, it's just, it's the same thing. What I happens? Like, how do you respond to him? Um, like, oh, I know I'm really sorry. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> no, I don't want I'm not sorry. I just want to. Yeah. That's something that you could be like, yeah, that does really suck. And like genuinely mean it. And I bet that that would be a different conversation too. If you I, wanted, I you don't really have to do it. I really but the reason it's hard for you to be sorry is because you're like, please get over it though. Yeah. Cause please move on like, because I need you to keep this security for me. Uh, yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I'm telling myself that, that I need him to keep that security and yeah. Every Which would make sense if your brain has always thought, well, my husband's a doctor, so that's how we're going to live. And it seems like that's the only option. It makes sense. So we're not mad at your brain. We're just like, oh, brain, no wonder we feel so tense because there's a really narrow path we have to walk in order to live. But maybe that's not true. Yeah. Yeah. So when he talks to you about this again, what you're going to want to do is like watch for the the fear to come up, the insecurity. Mm -hmm. And then you can decide if you're able to process that down in the moment or not. But just noticing the insecurity is like going to be a big win because we're doing the 1% win this month. And we're like, oh, notice the insecurity without like trying to push it away. That's a win. Yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. That's really helpful. And that's my first step. Um, just noticing the insecurity and making it okay. Understand that I'm feeling that way, but know that that's where that is coming from. It's not coming from his job and what he does, but coming from the belief that if he doesn't do this job, my kids are going to starve. Yes. Which maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. That's our 1% win. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. We'll get to talk to you, Shannon. Thank you so much. 
And there you have it. That's exactly what we do in the Defying Gravity Revolution. We actively discover options and opportunities in places that seemed completely devoid of freedom just moments before. Impossible is temporary around here, everyone, because we are bees, and bees don't care what humans think is impossible. If you're ready to feel less trapped and more free, you've got to join us for the Wife on Purpose book club. We'll be meeting together over lunchtime, which is 11 to 11.30 Mountain Time, to discuss the book and sort through the stickiest of marriage situations. That's December 5th through the 8th, lunchtime. Come join us. All you got to do is grab your free e-copy of Wife on Purpose at candistune.com backslash resources. And if you prefer paperback, you can head on over to Amazon and place your order. You do not have to finish the book before we meet on December 5th. All you've got to do is just decide that you deserve the marriage you want and then show up for yourself to make it happen. Grab the book, read as much as you can, show up with us in December, and then walk away with at least one specific tool that will make your marriage better right away. I can't wait to hang out with you live in December. And before we go for today, let's get to know one of our listeners a bit better. Shout out to Amy Loan for listening and leaving a review. I appreciate you. She says, I'm loving this podcast. Candace shares examples from her own marriage. She is so relatable and I'm able to easily apply the coaching she teaches to my life because she is awesome at explaining. Thanks, Amy. I'm so glad you're enjoying the listen. And as for the rest of you bees, if you'd love a shout out on the podcast and a chance to win a $250 Amazon gift card in time for the holiday season or a private coaching session with me, you know what to do. Get on in here, write us a review. We're going to do that drawing on December 30th. So get, not December, November 30th. So get your review in before then. Choose courage bees and keep on flying. What's up, B? Have you grabbed my book yet? Wife on Purpose is your comprehensive guide on what to start doing today to create the exact marriage you'd love to live in. Head over to CandiceTune.com backslash resources, Candice with an I and Tune with an E, to snag your free e-copy of Wife on Purpose. Happy reading! <laughs>